Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with my good, good, dear, dear pal, Dave Damashek, on Wednesday morning, June 30th, the day after the NBA officially fell off a ledge and cracked its knee backwards. We're awaiting reports on the MRI of how that collective knee for the NBA. Oh, my God. Check. I, I don't know. What, what, what are we watching anymore? Put an end to it. Put an end to it in the biggest asterisk season of all time. Has to be. Take it out back. Put a bullet in it and let you start fresh. You know, like they have mulligans in golf after you take your tee shot. Let's just mulligan these these entire whatever it's been six, seven weeks now and start nice and fresh. And I I really think that uh, the sports society would appreciate if you if we start restart it, like let's take a few days, restart. We could all we could squeeze it all in before NFL regular season. And I think we would all appreciate some excuse not to have to watch preseason yeah. football in the meantime. I because this guess. is the worst. I, I what know. are we going to do? This is going to well, count. This is going to count in history. Whoever wins this title, it's ridiculous. All right, I say, but get to the finals somehow. Limp, 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 coast into the finals and make it single elimination. That's it. One game, just do it like the NCAA <laughs> tournament. Enough is enough. I mean, yesterday, so we find out right before the game that Trey Young is out. He had that bum ankle. I don't know. ESPN reported that he was shooting fine during the day. He looked good. And then he's like, no, he's out. He can't. No, no mobility at all. It's like, well, that sucks. The line only goes up to nine. They were a uh, seven point favorite. The Bucks only goes up to nine. I think because the odds makers, people smarter than us, Fandle out there, kind of thought that he wasn't going to play anyway. So it only moves up a couple points. Atlanta comes out on fire, much to our uh, pleasure. Ten to two. Uh, they take. They win the race to ten, Shaq. We did I it saw again. It. Brother it Brian fun, called as always, it. Yes. The only one that wasn't fun was the one that I was on. I know. What happened there? And that was Harry. Harry, picked, Harry right? made a terrible pick, and uh, that spoiled he it before it. we could even that begin. Was good. But yeah. Yeah. I, we can't overcome the combination of Harry and Check there in terms of uh, jinxing us in some of these basketball games in these picks. But yeah, 10 to 2. Martin Weiss was on a mm, 40 second delay. So it wasn't as much fun uh, for him to watch us celebrate or, um, you know, recall the plays as he was getting uh, he was getting it like a minute later. But then the third quarter, they're between three and ten points somewhere in there. Atlanta still has the lead. Giannis goes down on his knee, bent back bad. Like I said, we're waiting the news. I He's got to be out for the playoffs, right? I mean, did you watch that? Did you see yes, it? of course. And you would think you, you would think it, uh, it it's over for him. But again, what is a weird phenomenon? that fa- fans just have to come to grips with this. I said before this game, when Trey Young was announced as out, I mean, it is something. It it, it doesn't mean anything. They're not, I don't think that, uh, that they're going to um, act on my idea that you collect all the did not plays because of injury. But when you look at the lineup that you could throw out onto the court from the guys mm-hmm. that have been hurt from Anthony Davis to Kyrie Irving, um, to Jamal Murray on down now, now throw John Giannis into the mix and it would obliterate anything that anybody's right. actually putting out under the court right now. But I don't understand why the national media, I mean, did you watch Barkley and, and company after the thing or while it was going on? They were like, boy, the bucks just didn't show up to play tonight. It's like Giannis went out in the third quarter. Yeah. They were definitely flat in the first half, but they were making their push. They'd gotten it within eight when yeah. Giannis hurts his knee. Didn't you think they were about to win the game? I don't know. They, they, like I said, they'd cut it to three, and then it would go to eight and ten. They, they didn't jump out like I thought they would. They weren't looking for blood. That the, the like I hear you. Said, you. I completely agree quarters. with that. But, completely yeah. agree with that. But I do think they would. Ha- I mean, easy to say, but I think they complete the rally, and all is right in the world if Giannis isn't hurt. But as it is now, really nobody, nobody ever stops to acknowledge. That Trey Young was out. Nobody talks about the Lakers didn't have Anthony Davis on down. I don't know how's history gonna, history going to recall this this year. People talked about know. the bubble a year ago. This is way worse. This is the weird. This could be the weirdest title in NBA history for sure. 
The odds now, Fandle has odds. Now, the Bucks were a big favorite. Well, not a big favorite, but uh, to, to win the whole thing before yesterday. Now, the Suns, minus 165. The Suns were like three to one uh, uh, to win it. Now, they're minus 165. Bucks, plus 450. Hawks, plus 550. Clippers, seven to one. I don't know. I might take a chance on one of, or both of those last two teams. Bucks are a two and a half point favorite in game five. Um, we look at tonight's Suns at the Clippers. Suns are laying a point. The over-unders 215. Yeah, Chris Paul is the only superstar that's healthy out of the four teams, and he can't shoot. He's 19 for 60 in the conference finals, 32%, two for 16 from three. And the COVID uh, effects are, are, you know, rearing their ugly head, I think. I don't know what it is with that team. And yet the Suns could wrap it up and make it to the finals tonight. It seems maybe too easy to take the Clippers here, plus one. Oh, well, you know, I go the other way on that. It is weird that Chris Paul, who's the most injury prone, I guess, of all superstars in the NBA, or at least in that conversation, is the one who has survived what looked like a playoff ending injury now three or four weeks ago. Then Mm -hmm. even two nights ago, he falls on the foot of Beverly. That was a mm-hmm. crazy looking thing too. The way his, the base of his spine oh, yeah. landed on the shoe and it bounced his, his buttocks bounced like a basketball off the shoe of, uh, of Beverly and he's okay. And he comes through COVID and that's the difference. That's why the Suns are going to end up being your NBA champion this year. Because yeah. Chris Paul didn't get hurt, but don't they have to remove Chris Paul for a, out of a sense of fairness? Isn't this what commission silver Needs yeah, to maybe. step in and do and say, listen, fair's fair. You can't have all your guys. We we got to even the playing field a little bit. Chris Paul, you're out. Well, they did have Devin Booker, who was forced to wear a mask uh, a game ago or a couple games ago. So they're this trying. This is ridiculous. Are tr- you're right. Sons are trying. <laughs> Devin Booker has a mask on his face. Like, this is insane. <laughs> These playoffs are absurd already. And by the way, how much are we supposed to celebrate a Suns team? Because they are going to win the title now. And how much are we supposed to celebrate the Suns who can't beat the Kawhi-less Clippers? I mean, that's a that, that that's a, doesn't a pretty matter. sad Nothing minimum standard. Anymore. Doesn't matter. Hey, Dave, if you've been watching the NBA playoffs from the sidelines, and it sounds like you have, it would be pretty uh, weird for you to have I may have knowledge. to play in them, not from the sidelines, but uh, yes. based on the attrition, I may well be starting for one of these teams. Yeah, I think you're up soon. soon. Now's the perfect time to get in on the action with FanDuel Sportsbook because during the conference finals, new users get 30 to 1 odds on any team to win their next game. That means you can win $150 on a $5 Bet there are even more ways to win on Fandle, America's number one sports book. Different deposit options, so you know your dollars are safe. Getting your money is a layup. You'll get paid in as little as 24 hours. Just sign up with promo code extra points to bet the NBA conference finals with 30 to 1 odds. 30 to 1, there's there's a little less of a risk there, Shaq, right? Like you're not mm. as upset if the Bucks. Um, as a nine-point favorite lose if you have them at 31 odds. But God bless FanDuel for doing it. Once again, that's promo code extra points to unlock 30 to 1 on any playoff team to win their next game exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. You know what? I'm going to give a pick here real quick. I've had luck with this, which means it'll probably run out today. Marcus Morris for the Clippers. He went nuts. What did he have, 22 points? I think he had 22 points. Most of them in the first half, yeah. Went nuts. And his over-under is 13 and a half, but his previous five games, seven points, six points, seven points, eight points, four points. So they can't make it his average, like which is right in that six, seven range. They have to make it somewhere between that and the 22. I did this with Terrence Mann. I think I did this with Cameron Payne. Those guys came off huge, huge games, and I bet the under on their player point total. Um, fringe players playing out of their minds. I like them revert to the mean I'm going Marcus Morris under 13 and a half points minus 106. That's tonight. Check. What do you like? I hear you on that one. I'm not going to express too much cynicism about it, but you know, that when, when you take Kawhi off the floor, then all of a sudden the equation of who has to provide points, they're not going to score 57 points over the course. He's of been off minutes. the floor for all those games I just mentioned, but okay. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm just going to straight up. I don't want uh, what are we betting on here? Oh, by the way, this tournament has now been reduced to who GM's best, right? Because it's basically like we're taking your best player off the floor, and yeah. now it's a tournament of 
supporting players against supporting players is and who has the best group out of that save the Suns. They still have their their best three players on the floor by uh, I don't know what by hook or by crook how they won with the basketball gods. The Suns will win in Los Angeles tonight against the Clippers. Lay that one point. Suns move on to the finals. Um, wow. All right. How interesting it is. I don't know for anybody, but come on already. I mean, they don't have Kawhi. When, when, are, they gonna, when are the Suns going to notice this already? You should whip this team. It's imba- I know Playoff P has, in fact, lived up to his, self, uh, his self-given nickname, but it's enough already. I, I think it's uh, I think it's definitely enough already. The Suns, if they do win tonight, they wrap it up. I, I can't remember. They could have. At least a week off, I think, is how it goes. And uh, who the hell doesn't want a week off at this point? I don't know what to say about this, Shaq. It's like, it's like, well, the players, they weren't rested enough. It's like, well, they had off from March to July last year. They played, what, 30, 32 games? And then they had a couple of months. I don't know. I don't know what the end. I, I, I think it's flukier than, it, than anything, right? So I don't know what we learned from this or how we correct it, but... Uh, gigantic asterisk, way, way bigger asterisk than the bubble season. I think it is uh, right. It's, it's hard to fathom the, uh, the amount of injuries, but, but, but like you say, the fluke factor of it, you know, LeBron and whatever can say what he wants. He's self-validating that he said Mm -hmm. there shouldn't, you know, that this is bad going into the season. So now here are all these injuries. So he can say, see, I was right. I don't really buy that one. Um, but specifically with Giannis, look at that injury. It, you, you, on one hand, you say, what is going on? The apocalypse of injuries. On the other one, on the other hand, when you look at the Giannis injury, you think, why doesn't that happen somewhere between seven oh, yeah. and, and 23 times a game? That these giant string beans collide and land with force after jumping uh, five feet into the air, that they don't land on each other more and destroy their ankles and knees. I think it's like grenades. Like they just kind of know where not to land or they can't all be luck because I think you would almost always land on an opponent's sneaker. I mean, that, that, that paint gets pretty clogged up, right? A lot of feet, a lot of gigantic feet in the mix there. You wouldn't, you would think they would land on each other's feet and twist it, at least twist an ankle. Yes. I mean, it's the same thing when you watch offensive linemen get pushed the the way they move that they don't rip their knees more. Yeah. Um, See, what, what I'm trying to do is is be glass half full and say, see, there could be a lot more injuries and we should be thankful that there aren't so many. That's but yeah, true. I mean, okay. just all time weirdo stuff and it's terrible times. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. How are we going to remember this one? The answer is we'll just look at it as a weird anomaly 20 years from now and we'll say, yep. the Phoenix Suns, huh? They remember when they won that title? That was weird. Yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, all time weirdo moments, uh, we got a great guest coming up here. Ooh. All right, Dave, he's here. Our guest today, he gave new meaning to the term betting on yourself. On Saturday, at UFC Fight Night 190, he also might have become my new favorite MMA fighter and maybe even my new best friend, Justin Guitar Hero James. Thanks for being here, Justin. Hey, no worries, man. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Well, let me uh, recap what you did here. I mean, you're a, you're a lunatic. You belong in our stable of, of buddies here because... What you did was you made you made twenty five thousand dollars on your last fight against Charles Rosa, right? Saturday night. It was a little, it was a little less than that, but yes, it was around twenty thousand. Okay, yeah. Ar- around twenty thousand. Of that twenty thousand, you were so confident that you would win. What did you What did you then go and do? I took <laughs> I took my paycheck and uh, I, I let it roll, man. I let I let it run, and you know what? I came up a little short and. Uh, <laughs> fucking sucks but it is what it is man no regrets uh you know what I, I really believe that you know that i was gonna win this fight man i i thought the stars lined up perfect um, yeah i i man my training camp was was incredible uh you know my my game plan i thought was flawless you know it was just one of those situations to where i was in great shape uh i was in a great headspace I really just did not see me losing this fight in any situation. Uh, well, first of all, l- let, me, let me just say, I love that you did this. You believed in yourself. You were confident. I wish more athletes did this. You bet your entire purse and not just like a purse. Now you're not wearing a purse. Although it'd be interesting if MMA fighters wore purses <laughs> in the ring. No shoes, but purses. You bet your entire salary for the night on yourself. And did anyone try to talk you out of this? Uh, no, you know, it's it's. I did it really on uh 
kind of on the down low, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't expect to get any publicity on it. You know, I know a lot of people are saying this is fake and it's a publicity stunt. And, you know, it's Chell Sonnen came out with the video talking about how he's not sold by it. You know what? I did not. I didn't want to have to go to all, all my bookies and, and, and have to start pulling my stuff right now. But, you know, I just lost all, all my, my whole paycheck, you know, and the, I think the biggest thing and, and, and people don't know me, you know, so I guess if you don't know me, I mean, it makes sense. But this was not a publicity stunt and this fucking sucks, but it is what it is. <laughs> Shaq, how great is this, Shaq? This is I... terrible, right? I, I'm looking at him here. He doesn't look like he comes from like a blue blood, like your your mother was an investment banker on right on the, on the New York Stock Exchange or anything. I feel like I, I don't know your background, but you could probably use that money, right? You didn't care. You let it fly. You know what? Like I said, again, you know, leading up to this fight, I, I just firmly, I did not see. I, I just thought the stars lined up perfect, man. Yeah. Like I said, everything was too perfect and never in very, or I shouldn't say never, but very rarely in my fighting career do things line up that perfect. Uh, like I said, and hats off to Charles Rosa. It's a great fight. Um, Why hats uh, off to him? He didn't bet a dime on himself. I say no hats off to him. That, that that's true and you know that was one thing like he, he made a meme talking about oh you made the wrong bet and i yeah. messaged him, i was like you bet you bet fucking half your purse on yourself and you know right. he never did so like i said back to it at the end of the day i mean 20 grand is a lot of money man it's uh definitely could have helped um but you know what i was broke before my fight i'm broke after my fight life goes on i, I think it. this is i think it's marvelous and i think that that Tom Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers and their golf tournament thing that they have coming up here, it would be much more interesting if they had to put their own loot up. If everybody had to pony up like $5 million each, then we would see some real stakes there. I hail you as a hero. But you may have heard Pete Rose got some heat within his own sport. In fact, he's not even allowed in their Hall of Fame because he committed the sin of betting on, on his team. This is the ultimate act of faith. You bet on yourself. Did Dana White or does anybody else weigh in and say like, hey, bad look? Or is this the difference between the two sports that MMA is like, yeah, this is a this is awesome that you bet on yourself. You know, I have no my boss hasn't reached out to me at all yet. Um, you know, it's it's in combat sports and one on one in boxing. You know, you're allowed to bet on yourself. You just cannot bet on the outcome. I couldn't I can't bet on like, oh, I'm going to knock on the first round or I want to submit specific. It. Right. Specific. I can't take the over. I can't take the under. Mm-hmm. But I can't take the win, uh, and you know that's why I know I was a, I was a dog, and uh, you know when when you're in Vegas, you know you can't just you can't just go on a uh, on a prelim undercard with twenty five grand cash plus. I don't have twenty five grand cash, you know, sitting around. So there's a lot of bookies in Vegas. Um, all my bets were done through credit. <laughs> I've paid off my dues. You know, Eric Nixick. Uh, I'm sure you heard of Eric Nixick. You know, he was yeah. he was one of the guys that I bet through. He'll vouch for me. A uh, guy named TJ, professional poker player at Extreme Couture. I bet through him. He'll vouch for me. Aaron O'Rourke, uh, another professional poker player who, you know, I was able to get, you know, over 10 grand in credit with. He'll vouch for me, man. It's, 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 it's actually disgusting how much flack I've got of people that <laughs> don't believe it. And at the end of the day, it doesn't affect them at all. And it affects me. And you know what? It, like I said, dude, it is what it is. Uh, I was broke before. I'm broke now. I'll figure it out. Not stressed about it all in a day, man. It's, you know, we're here to go. You know, by the way, I love that two days after the fight now, two, three days after you are now defending the fact that you actually bet on yourself rather than defending the fact that you won the fight. Like I watched the fight. I really think you won rounds one and three round one was close toss up round, but I, I would give you the, uh, the edge. I think you had the harder strikes and the more impressive, uh, you know, you move the action, you took it to him forward. Round three, you almost choked him out. You had that super overhand left. Um, I, I think for sure you win round three. And uh, Sheck, Adelaide Bird, by the way, gives Rosa, uh, Justin's opponent, all three rounds. Of course, Adelaide Bird, uh, the, the of, of notorious, notoriously bad judge, gives Rosa all three rounds. This is what I would be upset about. Like, not that you uh, you have to prove that you bet the fight, but that you, you won the fight. Yeah, man, it's... But again, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, if I've, I've had a thousand people message me and just say the same thing you said is, yeah. you know, it's crazy 30, 27, but at the end of the day, you know, it's not like I can go appeal it. 
you know, um, I, I, I'm rather disgusted with the judges. Uh, you know, 29-28, I mean, I guess I can see it. There was a couple close rounds there. Mm. But, man, 30-27, it's, it's – Yeah, it's bad. It's a, it's a slap in the face, and it's a slap in my own face of all the hard work, blood, sweat, and tears I put in over the last couple weeks. You know, like I said, the first round, yeah, he threw volume, but I would never was in danger at any time in, in the grappling exchanges, in the, in the punching exchanges – and I know that I cracked him in the first round. I know that I cracked him in the third. You know, they're like, oh, well, he took you down in the first. Yeah, that's true. But I reversed him within 15 seconds, you know, and mm-hmm. I finished top. Uh, I, you know, uh, um, he, he threw. It was weird because when, when, I, was, when I was on top, he, he kind of like went to push off, glanced off my head, and, I, and the referee said something. So I kind of like stopped moving for a second uh, because I thought there was going to be a, a foul there. Uh, but he didn't. And again, I still finished. I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm super salty about it. You know what? So you're saying the referee bet on Rosa? I see. Now oh. this is interesting. Wow, <laughs> Mike Peltier, and you bet on Charles Rosa? I know it. You son of a gun. No, check. You brought up you brought up Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, but the difference is it should be enough incentive that you just need to stay alive in this, right? Not mm. and then and then you go and bet. Right, check. What were you going to say? Sorry. I bet I don't die. Yeah, that, yeah, that would right. be my bet if I were betting on myself in MMA. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, right. Although I would probably bet on myself to die. That would be the smarter play. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea, time. though, of you walking. I, I, I'm bummed to hear that your transaction was, uh, if I follow you, over the phone. I like f- better the the idea of you physically walking into a sports book and placing the bet on yourself. I think that would be the <laughs> stuff of legend. Did you do that? <laughs> $25,000 on who? On me, friend. Like that was that would be a mo- uh, that that didn't happen though. Let's say uh, let's figure out Sal. Let's help Justin make some loot or maybe Justin can help make us some loot here. What's yeah. a good way for him to make a little bit of loot? I mean, you're in Vegas, right, Justin? Yeah, I'm in Vegas. You going to bet on the Raiders well, to win the AFC West? Ooh, well, no. Go ahead. Let's I, do I, something I, more immediate and tonight, Justin. What are you okay. like? Uh, are you watching the following the basketball at all? I'll put a hundred dollar free bet on you and you'll uh, for you and and we'll Venmo oh, you the winnings uh, if and when it happens. So um, uh, no, and hopefully no corrupt judges get involved. You know, Go I got the yeah. early one of the rest. I got um, I got a hundred in to win thirteen hundred. Uh, I got a plus thirteen hundred um, for I the Suns. A title. I uh, got it recently at, uh, to win the title at plus five hundred. So I put a couple hundred in there. Oh, oh you're all over. Uh, okay. All and right. Then I got uh, then I got the the Lions, the Detroit Lions. I took the over oh, for boy. season one at five at plus one ten. So uh, I got I think I got five hundred on that right now. So all right. As well, for upcoming bets, I I I turned off my app right now. I need to mm-hmm. I need to stay away from from betting. <laughs> all right, we'll we'll handle it for you. Oh my God, you're betting the just uh, Lions just uh, can good. you Sal help me out after the yeah. fact after we finish this up here? Whatever that list of bets he's making, please uh, <laughs> bet the, every, the opposite on every. <laughs> yeah, single bet one the one. opposite. I always tell everybody that man. Whatever I bet, <laughs> bet the opposite. He know, must you know, know that Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver or something to take that Lions bet. Uh, all right, I'm gonna put we're we're gonna put a a hundred dollars on the Suns. Uh, for you through Fandle, um, oh, min- you, minus one tonight. And uh, my good Lord, I-, I just can't believe it. And, you know, and it just occurred to me, as you said it, like, it's not like you were paid for the fight and then you took the money. You had to scrounge up money, albeit it sounds like some of it was on credit, to bet on yourself, right? It's not like you had a, this, uh, they hand you a wad of cash and then you just transferred it to somebody else. You had to start, no. you didn't get paid yet. Oh. All credit. Uh, the UFC is really diligent about paying their fighters pretty quick. Right. Uh, I got paid on uh, Tuesday, and uh, all, and I had some cash laying around. To, so the bookies that needed the money on Monday, I got it to them, and then uh, I'll pay the rest off yesterday and today. Will you do this again? Can you see yourself doing this again? I mean, it, it just depends on if if you were to call me and say, "Hey, you're rematching Charles Rose," I would do it again. I think that's a I really, again, didn't didn't see where he could exploit me in any holes. I mean, obviously he did. Um, I mean, I, I'd like to say I'd, I I would do it again, but I need to I need to dig myself out of this hole before I think. I mean, shouldn't sucks. it be winner take all? I mean, sh- shouldn't there be a rematch and it's and it's that easy? Then we don't have to worry about personal ethics and morality of like, are you willing to do it? Just to, that's it. Everybody like the the purse is goes fully to the guy who wins it. Right? Are you I'd down be, for that? I'd be down with it. 
right, yeah, but check the, the, the I know, now. but the problem is it's got to be, it almost has to go to knockout or submission because otherwise you're at the mercy of these judges and it sucks. Like you could have won all three rounds and they might have still given it to him, right? Mm. That, that's why it's hard to trust anything. It, yeah, and that and that would be the hesitation again. Like I said, Charles, Charles put up a great fight, but it just, you know, I think I, I'd like to think if I was an MMA judge, I, I'd score it on who's trying to finish the fight. And, you know, I know I'm criticized by taking him down late in the fight. You know, after rewatching the fight, I didn't realize he was as hurt as he was. Um, I thought for sure, I knew he was hurt and I knew he was tired. Uh, but, you know, I, I thought if I took him down, I could sub him. I went for the sub. You know, it wasn't like I took him down to just lay on him to finish the round. Like I took him down with the intent to finish. And, you know, unfortunately, maybe it was a crucial error, but, you know. Yeah, I didn't I get that criticism. I mean, if you think rightly that you won the first round, uh, you take them down, you're, you're, you're working towards winning the third round, and that should be enough to take the fight. I don't know why everyone's like, oh, boy, they t he, he went for the takedown. It's like, I don't know. I, I, to, to me, you just had to win the second of three rounds, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, let, you sorry, know what? Instead of yeah. MMA, then, if it's, if it's too tricky to do MMA, let's do it either golf like, uh, you know, like Brady and Mickelson and those guys are doing or eating contest. Mm, How about that? Like it's the hot dog eating weekend. Up That's coming. true. Maybe we could do that. That's true. Uh, I'm pretty solid at eating, man. I tell you what, I, I go up to, you know, 180, 190 pounds, man. I love my food. I love my beer. Uh, let's go, man. I'll, I'll uh, contest Sal, take them on. No, but those days are over for me. I mean, what you might want to do here, I, I, I'm realizing now you have this much money on the Suns. I think you just grab some idiot with a chain, beat the shit out of him, and hold up seven fingers, say Suns and seven. You could be the <laughs> new Suns and whatever guy, sell T-shirts, at least get the, get the money back that way. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Justin, you've said it all. This was terrific. Guitar hero. You, you know what? You're our hero. And you have an automatic entry into our Degenerate Gamblers Hall of Fame in Pahrump, Nevada. You're in Vegas, so it's only a, a little bit, a couple hours drive away. But congratulations. Hero! Hero! I, he really you, is. He pay really attention, is all you multimillionaire jerks. This is the way you do it. You bet on yourself or shame the devil. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, Justin. Root for the Suns. I know you are anyway. Minus one tonight, and uh, we put that bet in for you. Good job by you, Justin. Thanks for coming up. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your time. I'll talk to you soon. All right. I mean, that's amazing, Check, right? I want, I, I'm not jiving. I want him to provide uh, gambling tips going forward here. I mean, he's he's in on the Lions. I, we didn't even find out if he was in on the local hockey team, the Golden Knights. But yes, this is, I, I, right. I like this. Can we also do like a Venmo? Can uh, Your $100 is just the tip of the iceberg. What if everybody at extra points, what if we all start throwing in and build up a a heap of loot for Justin to win for his heroic deed over well, the weekend. I agree. You know what? Maybe we'll do that for his next fight. He seems okay. game. I mean, I can't believe I've never really met anyone like that. Like, I, he seems like, oh, I came. This is it's the old game show thing. Like, I remember seeing people on uh, who wants to be a millionaire, like passing up the two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like, you know what? I came here with nothing and I'll leave with nothing. It's like, no, 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 that's not the point. But God bless him. That's a great gambler's mentality. And I love it. Let's uh, let's make the fights, Sal. You've done it. You've done it all in show business. The only thing you haven't done yet is make a fight. I think that'll mm. complete your career if you can do that. You're right. Uh, winner take all bout MMA. There's got to be a eating competition. There's got to be a Paul we don't know about that he could uh, kick the crap out of. Maybe Chris, Chris Paul. We is like it Chris. It. Okay. Right. Yeah. If, <laughs> yeah. If things go wrong against the Clippers, he's gonna have some free time. Aaron Paul. If I'm Aaron Paul, by the way, I, I start working out. I, I claim to be a brother, uh, uh, one of the Ball brothers, and, and get, get involved in all this nonsense. I'm telling you, we have to have that mentality, Shaq. We have to do it. Bet on yourself. I love it. Okay, bet on. That's a, I think the takeaway is bet on yourself, but don't ever bet on the Detroit Lions. What? That's hell, true. Man? What's yeah. a, what the hell is he doing, man? See, right. he, he's destructive. I agree. Bet on yourself so long as yourself is Floyd Mayweather and your hand-picking opponents. Yeah. No, Jared Goff. That's, what, love he's, that's what he's doing? Yeah, listen, I, that's the bottom line. Dynamite stuff, and I hope everybody uh, follows his lead, including you, Jared Goff. If Justin James can bet on your Lions, then you should bet on yourself, too. Yes. wonder how that and, would go over with Goodell. And then we have, yeah, I know. Oh, he would love it. He, he's embraced this from the beginning. But anyway, we have $100 uh, on Justin Jane's behalf on the Phoenix Suns. Your pick, too, Shaq. Oh, 
I don't know how this is going to work what out. What am I? I mean, I don't know. I, I you're you're you keep beating me with these picks, so obviously you're sharper than I am. I'm not beating you. I, what did I have? The Royals? Oh man, the Royals were up five one. I thought uh, over the Red Sox. I thought we'd catch them on a little break after that Yankees series, and they freaking blew it. And not only that, I had the Red Sox under five and a half runs. I bet that separately, and they win six five. It's the worst result for the having those two bets. And then you had who did you have? Uh, Monday. I can't remember. I on my, well, I had uh, I had the Suns. Oh right, right the Suns. Okay, so you're bouncing back with them, and we have a bet for Justin. Now let's go to the NHL. Montreal, Tampa Bay. I know you want to declare this over. You you think it's done? Tampa Bay. You're asking me all different ways. How do you bet this Lightning team? I'm like, I don't know. Now they're a prohibitive favorite to win the whole thing. They were well, the anyway. Lightning are going to win the Stanley Cup. I mean, I, I don't know how you watch game one and and, and come away feeling Who the hell knows? Maybe this injury uh, bug will hit the uh, NHL all of a sudden. But um, let's take a look. So Tampa is minus 215. The take back is plus 180. I'll tell you what. I am going Canadians. I didn't see the over-under for goals. I think they score over a goal and a half. I think it's uh, five today. and a half. That's my no, but the team, just their team total, uh, that specifically, I think they score over a goal and a half uh, at minus one sixty. But I'm not seeing that. I'm gonna jump on first period, also minus one sixty. Not great. I'm not giving you a great vig there. Plus a half a goal in the first period. I think they at least keep it even. Carey has a big game here. What was it? Twenty two for twenty seven or something last game. Not not the case in game two. Remember, Shaq, they lost four one to the Knights, who are an overwhelming favorite for the series. And then they got their shit together and they trounced them. You're going Tampa Bay here. I am. Um, I'm going to go again with the skill um, that the uh, the Tampa has here. We're going to go back to back with the Lightning hoisting the Stanley Cup here. It's just a matter of how many games it's going to take them. I'm going to stick with my pick of a sweep here. I like them by the goal and a half. Tonight, I'm interested. I, I'm trying to find the right player to go with a goal tonight. Braden Point hasn't had a goal in a couple of games. He did have three yeah, assists in game one for? there. Yeah, yeah. I I don't love um in in terms of points. He's uh, minus one seventy four to go over half a point there. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to bet on him for a goal. I feel like just randomly, Tyler Johnson hasn't had a goal in five games. Now he's plus plus 550 um you know i i feel like he has a chance to to get off the schneid a little bit but i i that that's a little bit of a reach there i'm just going to stick with my pick of uh, of tampa to sweep here do you say that's the best value i can get if i'm certain that the lightning are going to win the cup that's the best way to keep doing it and hedge I, as i, I think go because the problem is well which games you does tampa lose if you just go game by game and you still think Tampa will get three wins before Montreal gets four. Yeah, sure, that's good in theory, but you have to lose the right games. You can't lose a home game where you're a minus 220 favorite. That'll screw up your game-by-game thing. So, yeah, if you think this is a quick series, bet it as a sweep, and then if it gets to 3-0, bet Montreal, right? So what we... So, right. So people in my boat, which is that I think think Tampa's going to keep making a short series, the the major game is tonight then, right? That's I mean, right. Because if we they get the 2-0, I can hedge from there, right? Yes, because there'll be about even odds in the in the games in Montreal. So I think you'll, uh, yeah, I think we're saying the same thing. I mean, uh, I don't know what everybody's, everybody's so excited about uh, Carey Price and their uh, top four defensemen. That's fine. Yeah. Like Tampa Bay, even in the in a season with Colorado and, and Vegas and Pittsburgh lighting it up, um, Tampa Bay with Kucherov is perhaps mm-hmm. still the most uh, talented team um, in the league, and they will show it once again in game two. Spaghetti. Now, believe me later. Jump in real quick. Pick for uh, game two. This is uh, definitely a Canadian's victory tonight. Uh, Alex Killorn is going to be out for the Lightning, and Jill Army is back in for the Canadians. And like I've been saying, Kyrie Price will steal a game eventually, so I want to keep saying that and keep pounding the table until he finally does. But I like the Habs in uh, game two here. All right, meatballs. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go Nick Suzuki over half a power play point plus 300. Ooh, Ooh I, you know, I had one. not seen these power play point things before. I guess they've been up, right? Yeah. Um, power play points. That's crazy. I mean, you could not have a power play, right? And so that's uh, 
It's interesting how that works out. All right. And uh, Biden made a, a bet, well, although we don't even know what the bet is. You talked about it with Benetta. Biden and Trudeau made a bet, right? It what was do you think, like, Sal? What, I mean, I, got, I think like it. <laughs> it, it really is a brutally hot summer, you know, it, a historically uh, mm -hmm. steamy one. I think taking away air conditioning from either Canada or the U.S. would be mm -hmm. too severe. No movies, though. How about no, a, a week? You're not allowed to watch any movies on TV. You're not allowed mm. to go to the theaters or otherwise. I think that'd be a pretty stiff penalty. That's good. I don't know. I don't think stiff enough. And, uh, you know, maybe mm. how about this? How about 500,000 vaccines? Oh, see, that's yeah. that's stakes. I like right. that. Right. That's very yeah. good. That's very I feel good. like we have a few to burn more than uh, Canada and most nations. But uh, I don't know. Or maybe we put up especially with the lightning being a favorite, we'll put up 500,000 vaccines. You have to give us 100,000 if the Canadians win. So that, then there's odds or something. Or right. like like Bonetta and I talked about, what about we get the, the other nation, the losing nation's best athlete? I like that too. So like yeah. we put the Connor McDavid on the mm -hmm. Pittsburgh Penguins as a for instance. Yeah, or we to get to claim like John Candy as our own or something like that <laughs> forever. <laughs> I just watched Stripes. Yeah, uh, as I as I do, anytime I come across it, he steals the picture again. He did it once again to Bill Murray and the rest of the gang. Oh, How yeah. about but these these bets that these unnecessary bets that people are throwing out non monetary mm -hmm. ones. How about Eddie Spaghetti did it again on minus three. Uh, he says now if Aaron Rodgers isn't on the Packers, <laughs> I think Eddie's just done with sports. What He's he not going to watch the Yankees in the postseason. Great news. The Yankees aren't going to be in the postseason. Yeah. But I now I have to root for the Yankees to make the postseason <laughs> and for Aaron Rodgers to get traded. So Eddie Spaghetti has to spend autumn 2021 not watching the Giants or the Yankees. And Spaghetti, Shaq is right in that we are going to have to hold you to it. If the, you, you can't just keep making these proclamations, We're, you know, you're going to have to not watch the Yankees in the postseason. Not a bad bet at this point, but um, as he points out, but you're, you're really ready to sit it out, huh? I, I'm I'm ready because I feel confident in my Rogers pick. It's June 30th, the time of this recording. I mean, August 12th is the first preseason game. So to me, it's how is Rogers going to move to a different team, learn a new system within a month, have to right. play in a game. Also, the Broncos are the ninth pick in the draft. Why are the Packers chancing get a worse pick if they're going to move Aaron Rodgers? It makes zero sense. If I've he said this too. To be moved next next season. I've said this too. I think he's staying with Green Bay. But do you also have the option that he doesn't play, or that is it just that he doesn't end up with Denver? Because I think you need that too. That that's also a possibility. I think you need that coupled with the Packers starting for the Packers angle. I just said that he would not, he would just be a member of the Packers. I said Ooh. he's not switching teams. All right. All right. Here's the thing, Sal. Yeah. This is what spaghetti, this is what was made pretty clear when I was talking to him about this. Mm -hmm. Part of his bet is that he doesn't really know Sal. That, and I, I think that's, a, I said, listen, you start throwing stuff, th this sort of crap out like this. You think people aren't going to hold you to it? How's anybody going to make you not watch the New York Giants? Yeah. Uh, how's anybody going to make that happen? Like, oh, Sal's going to really bother to to do that? Let me just say this, Sal. I uh, what our our friend Fat Jake. Oh. Once we were in a car and it was time to drop Jake off because Jake had something to do the next morning, and mm -hmm. we were getting dropped off at the uh, at the Kimmel uh, back lot. And Jake said, oh, I have to, you know, good. I'm glad it's time for me to go home because I got to wake up early. And Sal then locked the doors and then drove around for hours and hours. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> Jake had somewhere to be. Sal had somewhere to be, too. But that didn't matter to Sal. He, he was a, he's the ultimate. Just like uh, just like um, Justin yeah. Jane's betting on himself. Sal is yeah. willing to sacrifice. You see, he wasted his entire night just driving fat Jake around. Why? I don't know why. I guess to punish Fat Jake. Similarly, in Vegas yeah. once, um, we uh, it was a, it we were there were four of us sharing mm -hmm. two queen beds in a Vegas hotel room, and I expressed uh, excitement after you know maybe being out too late the night before. I I, I needed a good night of sleep. I was excited to lay down in and Vegas. go to bed. He needed a good night. Of sleep I know it was dumb. Yeah. But I was in bed with one guy and Sal was in the bed with the other guy. And as I as I laid down and was looking forward to my night of sleep, Sal decided there would be no sleep for me. And he jumped in between me and the other guy 
And mm-hmm. uh, and then I was like, damn you, Sal. And so I went into the other bed and uh, then Sal jumped into that bed with me. And then I realized I was never going to be <laughs> alone in bed. Sal slept three of us in a queen size bed. Was he comfortable? Did he did he no. get a wink of sleep? No was the answer to that. But that's what he's willing to do. And I can you're assure right. you, if Sal knows that you're not allowed to watch the Giants, he will not watch the Cowboys. He won't. Why? He won't be able to follow any of his bets if it means depriving you of watching the Giants. Is right. that fair, Sal, to say? It is fair. Also, check, you won't have this problem because you're staying at Bally's with uh, babyface Joel Solomon and our friend <laughs> Harry. So the, the, you rest assured, you'll be able to rest assured uh, in next month when we go out there. But um yeah, I, I would think even if he doesn't know me, just the verbal abuse he knows he's going to take over this, right? Would not be worth it, right? Even if he does try to sneak a peek at the at uh, Aaron Judge in the in the postseason. I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know why. It's just really that's the tragedy of it. Mm. Why did Eddie Spaghetti volunteer that he <laughs> won't watch the New York Giants <laughs> this year because of who Tom Brady mf? The why he did that. I don't know. I don't know what was going on in his know. in his head, but what's done is done. And when we find out who Brady was talking about, and we will find it out, it's looking more and more like it was the Las Vegas Raiders and Derek Carr. Yeah, if and then he's going to be like, oh, I was just kidding, though. I love Derek Carr. Here are pictures of us vacationing together. It's like, oh, you were just MFing to sound cool in front of LeBron's fr- friends? Like, yeah, yeah, that's it. I never want to play in the Raider- with the Raiders. Um here, here's what I'll say. Uh, 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 one more thing about Fat Jake and, and me sabotaging something that affects me directly. Fat Jake was the writer on a hidden camera bit where I was going to work the concession stand at a movie theater. And we had to get there. You know how it works with movies, or at least used to. There's a block of movies. So there's like um, a 1215 start, a 1225, a 1255, and then there's not another movie and some of these smaller theaters until like 305, right? So we had to get there to service the uh, the patrons for that 12 o'clock, 1230 showing, right? If we didn't, we had to wait three hours. And I drove to the location. It was like an AMC, I think in like uh, in Burbank. And I drove and Jake's like, and McClammy was there too, our buddy Wayne, who was directing. He's like, all right, you know, we obviously have to make it here in time for this uh, this early block. And guess what? I did the same thing. I drove around. I drove around and around and they were furious because it added at least three hours to their day. So now we had to we had nothing to do. I got there like I made sure to get there right after the last movie played in that block. And so that we could just stand around for two and a half hours, whereas we could have been done with the entire bit, probably about 1250. So, yeah, that was another uh Another stupid moment by me. I can't wait until I. it's going to be the best. And week one when Spaghetti's like, he's not going to do anything. He's going to be what? He's going to be wearing his John Starks Knickerbockers tank top full of confidence at the start of a football season, ready to watch Danny yeah. Dimes do it. And Sal's going to come in. I don't know. Cut the cable. Throw the satellite dish off the roof of the apartment building. Yeah. Kidnap Eddie Spaghetti. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm looking forward to it. You know, I don't know what to root for now because I've been squawking about Rodgers going back to Green Bay on Fox Bet Live. It's the only freaking thing we talk about for months now. And now, but this would be fun to uh, to stop Spaghetti from watching his beloved Giants. So I guess I win either way. The one thing I'll say is yeah. that not to belabor any further the, uh, yeah. the Rodgers thing, but it is fascinating again that, that we're this close to the season. We don't know where these superstars are playing. Deshaun Watson too, but Rogers, the re- the answer to your musing about why wouldn't they just wait till after the season? Because what if the Packers don't skip a beat with Jordan Love at the trigger? If they look good, then it will take on. I know Aaron Rodgers is the you know uh, undeniably a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best we've ever seen do it. But if if the notion is Oh, Rodgers is just going to take off all of 2021. Yeah, I get the, it. They're, and they're he's screwed, on the sideline. They're screwed and, this year without Aaron Rodgers. Don't you agree? Without Aaron Rodgers, they're screwed. So what's the difference? Because if George, because what if they're not screwed? Okay, well then good, it doesn't make the Packers look bad. I don't know. But I, then you I, I, want from the Packers' because, perspective, they, they, I don't think they care. I, I think they'll, I think they'll wait for him to blink. If Jordan Love, if Jordan Love is really good, doesn't yeah. that then hurt? Aaron Rodgers, like, oh, he won the MVP. Well, he's the reigning MVP. He's as good as anybody in the business. Like, yeah. oh, Jordan Love is good too. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe 
maybe Gutenkunsten and company built a really good roster and you could plug a, a middle-class QB in there and, and succeed. And now Aaron Rodgers is 38 and we don't know about his desire to play anymore mm-hmm. and everything. I was like, ah, a second round pick is all we'll get for. I mean, who's going to pay top dollar for Aaron Rodgers? No, I know. We're off? saying the same thing. I think the Packers don't budge here, and because the worst thing that happens is the Broncos win the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, right? So let's work backwards from there. Don't let him go to Denver. I think that's and whatever. If the Packers go four and thirteen, which I don't think they will in that division, they could maybe even win it. Because you want to uh, get something Jordan for him. Love. He's the be- he's 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 in the conversation for the best quarterback of the Super Bowl era. Yeah, is he not? It. Well, so then they, you got to get something for him. If you get nothing for him, that's way worse. But so are they that are they that spiteful at this point that they've gotten all these offers and they don't see anything they like, or maybe the offers aren't to their liking, or maybe it's just like we'll wait and see. I don't know. I think I think it has to do with you can't let the tail wag the dog, even if he is the face of the franchise at this point. Aaron Rodgers can't dictate the term. Sure, if you're the front office of the Packers, all these GMs, and it's not just in pro football, it's in every major sport, are suddenly wringing their hands like, oh, Jesus, look at what Tom Brady did. Look Mm -hmm. at what LeBron did. Look at uh, what James Harden did. This is scary times for Mm -hmm. their relevance, and so they don't, but they're incented not just for themselves, but for all general managers to to wrest control back from Roger. We can't let the prima donnas run the asylum, I'm sure, is what they're saying here. I think it's going to work out for them. Okay, hey, we'll see. Fourth of July weekend, Dave. We were going to go over sides, win place show for sides, mm-hmm. barbecue sides. Okay. But then I, I like said, that. forget that. Nah, oh, no, you don't want to nah, do that. Yeah, no. But let's, okay. so let's do this. Uh, greatest American sports moment. How about that? In honor of the Fourth of July and celebrating this country. Greatest American sports moment. You would think the miracle on ice would come on top. You get even odds for that choice. Women's World Cup win. Remember that? That was fun. Seven to one odds. Joey Chestnut over Kobayashi the first time. 25 to one odds. Hot dog eating contest. Or Justin Janes bets on himself. What a great American right there. 150 to one odds. We just spoke to him. I I, I might take a chance on that. Will Justin Janes bet on himself in this particular bet, Dave? At 150 to one, he probably would. Or you could take the field at minus 150. What are you going with? Greatest American sports moment in honor of our nation's birthday. I mean, I think it's the one yet to come. It's Justin Janes, who just lost betting on himself, betting over five and a half wins for the Detroit <laughs> Lions. It's a, right. it's a pretty great moment for America. Um, listen, Miracle on Ice was great. I always list that as the greatest sports moment, um, objectively, of my life. Um, when we're right, well, that has to be it, then. Red, white, and blue is great, but black and gold trumps red, white, and blue for Damashek. That's why I say Lemieux scoring in game one with uh, with 10 seconds left in the 92 Stanley Cup final against the game. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks, Nicholas in 86 at 46, winning the Masters was grand. But ultimately, I have to go with 90 seconds left in, I think it was January of 2016, the, um, the Cincinnati Bengals claimed the lead against their arch nemesis, nay, the mm. hammer to their nail, the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vontez Perfect uh, intercepted backup QB Landry Jones and promptly stood up on the field while the game was going, by the way, the game's right. going, in the middle of the game, he intercepts the ball and he runs off the field into mm-hmm. the tunnel, followed by a half dozen of his Bengals teammates. Never mind the fact that this is a delay of game that, that it goes unflagged, 90 seconds left in the game, the stadium's going wild. Queen City, we did it. We finally beat the big bully, Pittsburgh Steelers. 90 seconds mm-hmm. later, the Steelers win the game and the rest is history. Greatest okay. moment in American sports history. All right. I see you really leaned into the American part of the That's greatest right. bubble. Like, not my favorite, not my no. most ironic. That's your greatest, along with uh, great American Mario Lemieux scoring a goal, that the greatest American sports moment was the two How about Gibson? Games. How about Gibson going deep on uh, Eck? That was a pretty good one, too. Yeah, I think uh, I'm trying to play up the um, patriotic part of this, but I know what you're saying. I, I mean, I would say I would say it's when uh, Jeff Galuli or whoever hit um, Nancy Kerrigan with the pipe. What kind of <laughs> I mean, you're talking about competition <laughs> at its greatest <laughs> Olympic moment. My God, why, why, why it opens up? Uh, and we later find out Tanya Harding. We pretty much found out she was behind it. Galuli, Stan, all, all those guys. We got to get Justin James together with that crew. 
Yeah. Right? We thought we thought he was committed. He thought he was committed. Oh. Take a look at Tanya Harding. That's what he could be that's doing. That's how you that's competing. I'll I'll match a Shaq for uh for you know, if we're just gonna pick a football game, but this is not this is not any football game. This is America's team, and this is why this is America's greatest sports moment. Denver at Dallas, October third, two thousand thirteen. Tony Romo, number nine, 25 for 36, almost 70%, 506 yards, five touchdowns, 140 rating, and an interception at the end. They lose to Peyton Manning's Broncos, 51-48. But nonetheless, America's team, led by America's hero, Tony Romo. There you go. That's my big moment. Beautiful. Yeah, that was uh, that was grand stuff. Hey, by the way, speaking of that, where do you come down? I don't know if you and I have had this conversation on olympic uh basketball players i again i don't like us sending our best we should be sending our third best which isn't like these nba playoffs have now been reduced to the best are all hurt so now the the supporting players from the nba are going to end up winning this title i say we should only be sending our collegians over there just because they're like they would win more often than not anyway our collegiate players would win the gold medal, you know, four out of five times. And then every once in a while we'd lose it and we'd be like, oh yeah, but we could send our NBA stars to kick your ass. Yeah, I know, but it's that fifth time that I'm bummed out about. Like if we can get an affidavit every country to sign, like Australia to sign, like, all right, you just so you know, we're putting our uh, seventh team out there, but just sign this saying that you um, acknowledge that we could kick your ass if we wanted to and and that you're not going to celebrate if you win because you know it's a tainted victory like i can't see the other side celebrating because then the next year i'm like all right just send the best over there you know so that that's me i'm a big baby that that's what it comes down that's to the way me. you do it it's it's sort of like you know america yeah, but you have to wait like is, four years it's it's such a long it's not the next year even i hear know? but america is to basketball as damashek is to connect four like if mm. america in the olympics is like yeah but we're just treating this as an exhibition we're not treating this as right. actual competitive tournament it's how i you know since i've retired from four i'll have my fun I'll play, I'll play recreational connect four against mm. you and your, your, your cousin, Jonathan and other ham and eggers like that. Right. But if we were, if we were to play competitively, you would have no chance. You know, it's the same sort of premise. Is it? You understand? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't understand at all. It's the same thing. Like, Hey, take that. Oh, you won Brazil. So what? We, 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 we were just trying, we, we sent our third rate back. That's what I do. When I play you and connect, four, know, you get a fourth rate effort. It. You get a fourth rate effort from damage. Uh, you you're, certainly not getting, do. you're not getting competitive damage. You certainly Bro. do. You're getting a, a 500 at best. Damn. All right. You know what? I, I bet Justin Jane's next paycheck that I can beat you <laughs> and connect four in a best of seven. You want to, you want to play friend. Let's play. Poor Justin Jane's. Hey, one more thing. I, I this this came across. Brady is endorsing, yeah, Tom Brady, that guy, endorsing mm. Subway. And to me, this would upset me if I'm Coach Belichick more than the fact that he left and now excelled with another team. This is a, finally Belichick has a thing. He's a little slovenly. He can promote these sandwiches that are not really healthy for you. And then Tom Brady, who admitted, or somehow we know he's never stepped foot in a subway, is now taking even this from him and is is going on. Now, he's not going to be holding the sandwiches, as I understand it, in these ads, but he's going to be promoting subway. And now this becomes his thing. Talk about outrage. How the hell does this happen? I mean... I mean, I guess appropriate since he throws a ball for his living, but passive aggressive indeed, mm. Tom Brady. You know he went out of his way. He could get Tom Brady could get any endorsement deal, I'm sure, that he right. wants, pretty much. Subway, no coincidence. Wait, who's the most recent pitch man for Subway? My old coach who I'm looking to stick it to. This is this is a middle finger from him. Who's he yep. MFing along with Derek Carr and definitely not Jimmy G? Bill Belichick, that's who. Tom Brady is sticking it to him with a passive-aggressive move. Hey, old man, fats, guess what? Move aside. Here comes pretty boy Brady to trump you once again. I don't like it. I mean, I don't know. I guess I get why Subway's doing it, but unless you're pouring like a, a kale smoothie on the Subway bread, I don't get the point of, I mean, I don't get like, it. Oh, I don't Brady. get it from Subway. I don't get it from you Subway's don't? point of view. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Like, well, he would never eat that. We well, just we're talking about-, about it. The point is we're talking about it. And eventually one of us is going to break down and go to Subway as a result, probably today, but don't so, get the from tuna. Their end, but you're right. Tom Brady to do it. He's got all the money in the world. He doesn't believe in the product. It's just an FU to Belichick. It absolutely has to be. That's the only reason. Yes, sure that's he gets right. Paid, but I agree. Sakes. And also, I don't like people 
We've talked about the the notion of like people who go to see Face Off, the movie. Yeah. It's I think it just celebrated its 30th year, uh, its 30th anniversary. Mm-hmm. I don't like when people go to see the movie Face Off and then they come out and they're like, it was so stupid. It was a ridiculous premise. They The one guy took his face off and the other guy put it on. And then like, it's like, well, then don't go see the movie if you can't accept the basic premise. The yeah. other side of that kind of coin is, don't go to Subway and complain about the tuna. Who goes to Subway and orders yeah, right. the tuna? Right. It's like when my old man, he comes to town and he wants to get like, he goes to a deli and then he gets like the Mexican food off the deli. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's you don't go to a deli and order the Mexican food. Like you're 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 reaching for that. Don't right, go you're to Subway the, and the get pizza, tuna fish. which is the fourth tier item at a at a restaurant or something. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, I just uh, Tom Brady. Wow, vicious, vicious Tom Brady. People need to think about this um, when they talk about his legacy because I think it took a real hit, Dave. Um, sure. I do want to sure. say. Oh, I right, oh. Jim, you have, I'm sorry, you have an addition to this American, greatest American sports moment? Yeah, I was thinking Christmas Day, 1985, when Rocky Balboa knocked out Ivan Drago. Oh, yeah. He swung it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, that night is marked more by the betrayal of the crowd, that they were, right. that they that they could be swung by that, their hero, their na- their national hero, making a statement. He, he was last yeah. seen, I mean- Borderline manslaughter. Creed, you know, our 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 greatest champion, showed up for an exhibition that night, and and Drago showed up with malintent, and he he killed. I don't want to say murdered. I don't want to get myself in trouble, but I mean, he did take the life of of mm-hmm. the the Count of Monte Fisto. So Balboa got into the ring to teach him a lesson, and you would think that the 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 countrymen of Drago would be fully supportive of their hero as they were for the first few rounds. But then Balboa hits him just once, sticks him good. And all of a sudden the entire crowd turns against him and starts cheering for, for, for the American fella. Even Gorbachev gets in on the act. Well, now I'm confused. I'm confused now because did Drago lift the, I don't even know what the hell the, the official was by the throat. Did that inspire the crowd? to? T- First of all, it's it's ridiculous that the crowd would turn. It, I'll take every minute of the two hours of face off as uh, t- take it on, it, uh, on on its word before I do any of the, that fight and how the crowd turned and all of a sudden started to root for Rocky. But I'm trying to figure out what it inspired him. And Drago turns on the commander whatever the fr- i don't i don't know what i don't is. know like I, I you know i guess they they got swept up in the moment and they yeah. started rooting for the uh for the humongous underdog and maybe right. they're you know they're they're you know they're russians second and human beings first and sure, maybe they just the got message. maybe they got caught up in it but i mean i don't think anybody was aware back when that fight was made that Drago was taking the spike and maybe, you know, pushing the legal limits of, uh, of what allowed one to get into the, the ring, you know, Balboa, of course, he was doing the sticky tack for sure. Yeah. Well, he went, you know, he went old school too, Balboa. He goes to Siberia and, you know, he just starts lifting logs in an empty mm-hmm. bar. And I don't know who he leased that from. I don't know who he knew in Siberia to find even, that vacated barn that became his home for six weeks at least. Right. But you know, the, the, the ultimate scene is he goes out for a jog, you know, he just goes out for one, you know, but it's cold out. So he has all his uh, winter wear on, but he goes out for a jog, but the KGB, they're keeping an eye on him. So they follow him as he's running down the snowy road, but then he throws them uh, for a loop. Cause he's like, I see you following me 10 right. feet behind me. So he runs off the road and the KGB like, because he starts running through the snow and they're like, can't follow him now because he's mm-hmm. off the main road. And next thing you know, he's running up the side of a mountain. Yeah. And before and, and then in the blink of an eye almost without, I don't know anything about mountain climbing, but he doesn't have any of those stretchy ropes or hooks <clears> or whatever <throat> things these mountain climbers usually use. But never, nevertheless, next thing I see, I see Balboa at the peak of a Siberian mountain. And I know what's going to happen. Drago, you're no match for Balboa. You know, yeah. I would like to see, and Jim's right, it's a great American moment. It turns out to be a great Russian moment, I guess, too, for the fans. But I want, I would rather, I'd like to see an entire movie based on how he gets down from that mountain and where he's crying, mm-hmm. waiting, please let me find that KGB car. Oh my God, I need guidance. I don't know how the hell I got up here 
in the first place. That I would watch. <laughs> in fact, I think they did that. Was that Cliffhanger? It is Cliffhanger. You're right, Jim. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, now you've just done it, Sal. Was All these years, the I've never put to Rocky Four. I've wow. never put two and two together. No wonder he's so adept at climbing that mountain. He's the cliffhanger guy after all. Yeah. I do frown on the lack of effort. I don't know. Maybe they're having a bad day, those KGB agents. But wait, the the American pugilist outsmarts you by like, here's right. how I'm gonna get you off my track. I'm not gonna be on the main road. I'm just gonna go in the snow here That's a little it. bit. Like, well, what do we do? Sorry, Gorbachev. He outsmarted us this time. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, we uh, lost raises him. more what questions. It? What do you mean you lost him? Were you following Usain Bolt? No, uh, Sylvester Stallone and uh, <laughs> threw uh, 18 inches of snow. He got away. Uh, all right, Joel, what you want to say something on this? No, no. I was just surprised that Jim wouldn't go Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 3 at the Pontiac Silverdome in front of 93,000 body slamming Andre Giant. I, I mean that's peak America. Yeah. Right well, I mean Hogan beating the Iron Sheik was when we had we were having trouble with Iran. I think that would be the bigger uh, pro-American moment, right? Knows we didn't have any more trouble with them after that. That was it. It shut yeah. them up. That silenced them, but good. That was. Hey, good. I I want to say to Jim too. Yeah. Um, because you know it's a uh, you know if I can change, and you can change, <laughs> we all can change. <laughs> I don't think Jim can change, but I think, yeah, I, I get the Gorbachev in the middle of the Cold War <laughs> leading a standing ovation for the American. Uh, one more thing. You know, I'm thinking now, maybe I see why Spaghetti is so blase about watching the Giants or watching the Yankees in the postseason because October 4th, I believe, is a date for the Sopranos movie trailer release. I think he might just... He might be okay just watching that over and over and over and over again. I might be too. Very exciting. Checking, you know, you didn't know that was Gandolfini's son in the trailer. No, I, I apparently you? I was the only human being on the face of the earth that yeah. didn't know that this. I didn't know that this movie was even being made, a prequel. So he co-wrote it, and David Chase wrote it also. Right? Uh, uh, this is gonna be so much fun. I wish it were a series, though. It would be better as like an eight-part series than than just a movie. Yeah, keep it right. going. Keep it going. But that's gonna be fun. I think that's October fourth. Yeah, Joel, babyface, maybe we have uh, Lombardi on to talk about that. I mean, he's probably just not stopped. If we could just record him, I bet he's just talking about it all the time. So he doesn't even have to uh, check in with us. He's probably breaking it down just like uh, every football game, looking at every scene. He's probably broken it down. Um, yeah, we got to get Lombardi on. That's right. All right, good point, bad point. I don't know, Jim's abstained from the bad point for the last couple of shows. I don't know why, but Joel, what was the best point of the day? Sal, you're getting our best point of the day. What? Absolutely, the NBA Finals should just be one uh. game this year. We've had enough. The The players have had enough. It, like in Space Jam, they would never up. we got to play a best of seven. Mm -hmm. like we, we we get it. We just one game this year. That'll that'll be enough. Let's just crown a champion and get out of here before someone else is hurt. How about this? Well, that, that's too ambitious. One game. How about race to 10? That's it. 10. Whoever gets 10 points. If it's the most exciting sports bet anyway, uh, going right now and you know, less risk of an injury if they're just racing to 10. And that's that. All right. Jim, it really you, is. It yeah. really is, though, Sal, to, to your point. People used to always say, ah, NBA, you can just tune in for the last two minutes. It's become mm -hmm. the most dreadful, tedious two minutes of any sports watching is the last two minutes of an NBA game. You yeah. flipped it on its ear. You and the AAO boys. The best right. thing to see is the first 10 minutes and the rest of it doesn't matter. Sometimes not even evening. 10, but like three minutes. We, got, we were out of there. And right. Spaghetti was really quick yesterday. Very, very quick. Uh, poor Martin Weiss is on a, a 40 say he's still waiting for the result, but was quick for the rest of us. Uh, all right, Jim, no bad point. There had to be something that bothered you with this hour. No, no bad point. Just um, myself for being so negative for the past year. So I owe you guys an apology. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had surrounded myself with bad people who just rubbed me the wrong way. But things are different now. And Wait yeah, I you surrounded yourself with no people. What are you talking about? You stayed in your apartment. You, you no, it was you people. Me? Oh, we were the bad people. Oh, yeah, I yeah. see. Oh, I got it. Okay, I get it. I hope you guys uh, enjoy my replacement, Danny Bonaducci. What? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Wow, Shaq. That's 
All right, Sheck, do you want to say that, Jim? I, I don't know. Uh, I, I might have stepped on your toes here about making an official announcement, but um, this is the last extra point, so I felt like Sheck should be able to say uh, goodbye to you or something. Well, I feel like one of the disciples at the Last Supper, seated next to our own Jesus Christ, our hipster Jesus Christ, <laughs> right in the middle, saying his goodbyes like they did. I toast you, Jim, but not with a glass of wine with the remnants of my smoothie here, my morning smoothie. <laughs> I hail you, um, you know, bon voyage. And uh, I hope to see you at a local tavern sooner rather than later. Let's go bend the elbow and uh, and relive the good times. There you go. That'll be fun. All right, he's not done. We have laugh lines tonight, right? Who's on, uh, who's on tonight, Joel? We've got uh, Ian Carmel, very funny comedian, Trailblazers fan, Ian Carmel. Ian Carmel. Uh, You'll have... Jim will be on that. He'll be on Against All Odds tomorrow. I think we have uh, Joey Chestnut calling in, and you can Ooh. listen to Sheck on Minus 3. He and Rachel Benetta, they tear me apart so about my fashion and style yeah. and, and all, all sorts well, of things. Well, because I observed, it's yeah. not that you have terrible fashion compared to like Eddie Spaghetti so, right. I mean, or Joel, so you, you did a good job hiring people who have worse fashion sense than you, but good. you do. Sal does do this move with the ball cap, like where your hair comes out of the front of it. That's not a great look. Is that a, a uh, I felt like um, we were allowed to do that at a certain point. When did that turn? I don't know, 1958? No, that's not true. We were all kids. We had hair out of our head. At, at 20, we had hair out of our hat. What, why are we hiding with little out hair? Out of the front, out of the front from the cap. But yeah, so no, what? it was a... It, well, listen, more importantly, um, you should go back and listen to that uh, Bonetta episode. She's dynamite on there. Um, it's not just uh, Cousin Sal that we dip into. We cover... We settle a lot of hash, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I'll thank you to go and listen to that one. Um, but yeah, Rachel Bonetta, host of America's Top Dog, uh, as well as uh, Fox Bet Live. Yeah, they do she, good, it's very funny. What did you think of her um, her proclamation? I said Canada or America for the rest of her life. She said America. She said America. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. She likes to destroy it on Twitter and everything. It's her favorite. She would never leave. She had a chance to leave. She's happy they closed the borders. She doesn't want it. She'd rather her, you know, her, her mother visit her here. Why wouldn't you? Right? It's uh, the greatest yep. country. I mean, Rocky taught us. When Rocky got to that top of the mountain, he said, Benetta, America's your place. Stick with it. Minus three twice. Lemon pepper parlay coming up with Martin Weiss and Rob Parker. I think Betting Academy is going to have uh, an episode this week. Um, talk about Ooh, cliffhangers. Yeah. Don't forget when you talk to Chestnut, yeah. Give him, remind him, uh, the idea that would really, I know he's already the champ, but if he really wants to create mm -hmm. some separation, he should do my move. Tell him order an extra thick shake and some gravy fries. <laughs> That's such an intimidating move at the outset of an eating competition. Like, what the hell, this guy? Right. Like, you know, I'm, I'm here to eat for pleasure. That's, you don't want to hear that if you're there to slobber down. And worse than... Wearing shades at a poker table. I don't know why mm -hmm. poker tournaments allow guys to wear glasses when the whole thing is, is the guy bluffing or not, is the dunking of water. We have to get rid of that because it's grotesque. And it kind of see, doesn't it cheat the spirit of the sport? Yeah, it does, but wiener? you want to see big numbers, right? It's it's sort of like juicing the uh, baseball, right? Yeah, like I know, wanna, but I don't, don't want to see eight hot dogs in 10 minutes. You got to get I that. know, but it doesn't nauseate me to see somebody hit a long home run. It does nauseate me to see Joey Chestnut slobber a watery bun and bleh, all the juice right, from right, the right. hot dog falling out of his mouth. It's not I pretty. throw up it, like an like angel pitcher on the hump. Can't it's not stand. for you. Don't watch Face Off and don't watch Joey Chestnut on July 4th, but uh, he will be on Against All Odds. Check it all out. ExtraPoints.com. Free picks every day. And reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like an underdog, but please remember, you're all my favorites. <laughs> <laughs>